Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I am super excited to introduce you guys to the co-founders of this amazing new brand that I've discovered and I'm absolutely loving these days, Care Beauty. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Lori King and Celeste Lee, who are the co-founders. Welcome to the show, guys. So excited Hi. you're here. Oh, thank Hi. you, Ekta. We're so excited to be here with you. Um, I love, you know, that I'm able to connect with you because I, I love finding brands that are just, you know, so different and unique. And I, your products have just really appealed to my skin in such a different way. So I want to dive into that later. But first, I would love it. Um, Celeste, if you could start us off with your background and um, in the beauty industry and just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, thank you for asking. I came into beauty a little bit by accident. Um in that I had this horrible job in Japan in investment banking and this like kind of quasi racist boss. And then I didn't really <laughs> like, like all the Japanese men assuming that like, you know, I was a Japanese when I'm actually Chinese American and also that I was gonna serve tea. So when I came back to the US- um, I love this by I, the way, yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine says, do you wanna like start this office for AMC movie theaters? And I was like, absolutely. And then I had a great run going to um, all these basically screenings every day. I thought I was like a Hollywood mogul, even though I made no money. And, <laughs> and then one day, this friend yeah. of mine from college calls me up. She goes, you're always so good at marketing and you have all these ideas. And she was working for something called a fragrance company and says, do you, do you wanna try your hand at coming up with some ideas? And I'm like, I needed money. I had tons of time. I was like, I had a huge, gorgeous office, but no money, right? So I was like, sure. <laughs> yeah. So in between going to movie screenings, I came up with these ideas for uh, the body shop at the time. It was called Mama Toto. And it was this whole mother-child concept. And from there on, I got a lot of consulting work. And eventually, um, a couple of these fragrance companies, they really liked me. They said, do you want to be head of marketing? And at first, I said no. Like several times, I said no, because I didn't yeah. want to give up my fabulous movie going lifestyle. And <laughs> finally, I came to the realization, you know what, it's all right to be able to go to movies, but when you can't pay your rent, that's a problem. And these fragrance companies, and, and in fact, the whole beauty world pays pretty well. Yeah, and so yeah. eventually I took this job as the head of fine fragrance marketing for Jividon, which to this day is the largest maker of flavors and fragrances in the world. And wow, that's very impressive. Yeah, I mean, so like, like Ralph Lauren and Calvin Klein and Lady Gaga and whoever, they don't actually make the fragrance themselves per se. You know, there's a, there's a company behind it and there's a perfumer and it was too late for me to become a perfumer, but I, um, I have a pretty good nose, but I was really good at marketing and I really enjoyed it. And then they gave me this um, opportunity to run a new business division. It was a small business thing that was both flavors and fragrances. So instead of customized, we had a portfolio of ready to go things and off we went. And then from there, I decided um, to go on my own because I had so many ideas and I realized that in the beauty world, people are just looking for interesting ideas for branding, for new product concepts, just you know, getting an understanding of what men and women and children and people, how they how they use products and how they live and, yeah. and I loved it and and then I started a consulting company um and I met Lori back then as a friend and I'm gonna let her pick up because yeah I was gonna say so I, much Lori, more <laughs> Lori I would love for you uh, to really dive in from the beginning with your background as well um absolutely you thank you so much um 
you know, it's interesting because Celeste and I have that similar parallel of working in finance at the very beginning of our careers and yeah. um, discovering that that wasn't the path we wanted to take for a variety of reasons. But I did something very different. I, I had business school loans to pay off. So after work as a, you know, bean counter for pharmaceutical company, I actually went to Bloomingdale's at the Short Hills Mall and became a cosmetic artist. <laughs> Make oh, a wow. Yeah. So I was, I know. So I was working for Yves Saint Laurent um, Beauté at the time. And, you know, obviously with my skin, my darker skin tone, the colors were vibrant and beautiful. And I yeah. worked three nights a week and every other weekend. And wow. people were drawn to me. And that was the thing that I really missed. I missed the interaction with people versus just having the numbers to work with. And what mm -hmm. I started to do is look at different opportunities. And I came, to, came upon an opportunity with Elizabeth Arden, who was owned by Unilever at the time. And my first brand was working with Carl Lagerfeld, which was wow. amazing. Um, wow. It was the House of Chloe. And I launched one of the House of Chloe fragrances. And then I did. That's so cool. <laughs> it was amazing to work with him because we launched his, this fragrance in Germany. He was the photographer. And we had, it was back in this time with these very thin models with, you know, barely anything on. And we had to blow this up to a big billboard the size of like, you know, the kind you have in Times Square and it was pixelating and I was panicked and there was just all <laughs> kinds of things going on. And here I am, a finance girl yeah, who yeah. was a makeup artist coming in and creating these fragrances. And But obviously something went well because I then worked on the Elizabeth Teller portfolio and she was amazing. <laughs> wow. Just so wait, amazing. How did, you guys, how did you guys connect then, um, Celeste yes. and Lauren? Yeah. We actually connected later um, through a friend that we both went to um, business school with. We both went to Wharton, except Celeste went undergrad and I went uh, for graduate school. And he introduced us. And then later in our careers, when, you know, we were both working in the beauty industry, you know, it's, it's one of those places where you go to a cosmetic executive women's event, or something like that. And we connected. I saw her across the room and said, Celeste, Celeste. Um, because we had met through a party, a party of my, our friend. And yeah. we, we really just started to collaborate. I brought her in to work on a number of branding projects while I was at Cody. And she was consulting um, yeah. to the then uh, CEO and um, many of the senior executive teams. And we have worked together on many different brands to build them. And I went to a startup for an investor before bringing care to life with Celeste. And she came in and named the brand. And came up with oh. all of these different um, uh, the shapes because it was a it's a patch company, uh, yeah. skincare patch company that smooths down wrinkles. And um, we've been collaborating ever since. That's amazing. I love how I love when women like you know we go our own routes and then we reconnect and we just create something together. That's one of the like it's very rare to see that you know. So I I, I love that you guys kind of you know linked up and then said let's just do something cool. <laughs> <laughs> well we also you know what it is I always like working with people that I like and Lori likes food and she likes wine yeah let's be particular about that one specific <laughs> <laughs> right I was like after wine I don't think you need anything else <laughs> but um so let's talk about skincare then like how did you like okay so obviously your products are awesome I love them I've been using them my skin is loving them in a very new way you know what I mean as a consumer I'm telling you like because you know I'm used to very like 
thin products and things that like are super like multi-layer but like with your products you guys really have something where it's like a one product does so many different things so how did you realize that skincare was the industry you wanted to go into and you know what were the steps that had to be taken to make this happen wow you know we got really excited because when Lori was at CO, it was all, we were in our late forties, beginning of our fifties. And we had all these friends that are, you know, approximately our age and, you know, plus or minus say five, eight years. And it was really fascinating that all of our friends or a lot of our friends were asking us, and it's very flattering, right? To be asked uh, questions about fragrance or about skincare or about whatever. And they were like, listen, we're getting these under eye bags and we're getting these, these weird lines from like the nose to the mouth and, and on my forehead, what do we do? And at first we were like, Oh, you should go buy, you know, this cream or that cream. And at a certain point, one night we were having a cocktail or I was having cocktail and Lori likes Rosé. And I was like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy. We're recommending these products, but we really don't know if it helps. And it is true that our skin is changing and mm. we ourselves were experiencing it. Right. And, and we were like, you know, we really should figure out what really is happening. It's not just the same kind of thing that was happening 10 years ago. Right. It's not a steady decline. You could visually see that your skin was aging differently. And yeah, we did a bunch yeah. of research, we talked to a bunch of um, scientists, we started reading a ton of NIH articles, and we realized, um, and it's pretty basic, that with hormone decline, with estrogen and progesterone decline, which actually starts around 30, basically it directly affects how many skin cells you produce. So it goes without saying that the fewer estrogen cells you have running around, you, the fewer skin cells you're producing. And over time, it, you know, it accumulates and it becomes a problem. So once we realize this, we're like, well, how come nobody talks about it? Even yeah. you know, like Lori's at Cody, they didn't say a word about this SD Lauder, you know, all these excellent companies, many of whom produced some pretty good product, but they don't say a word about this. And we thought it was really odd that aging, anti-aging is only about really pollution and UV rays. And we thought, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a very good point. Right. So um, we decided that there had to be something that could be done about this. And Lori said about it and off she went. So she's going to tell you how we we came together to come up with some solutions. Yes, please, Lori. Yeah. So, you know, after we saw this one size fits all approach in um, many brands and we sort of started thinking, how could we formulate something that's unique and different? And what, what happened is, you know, I was constantly uh, meeting different formulators, scientists, and I said to Celeste one day, can you come to lunch? Because I've met these amazing, amazing, um, you know, this amazing guys that have this lab and yeah. I think we should talk to them. And oh. we had this great lunch, you know, right here in the town of Manhattan, it was a nice long lunch and we, we really talked about the effect of this hormone change. And Dr. Joe, who is the lead PhD, he, yeah. he has a degree in physiology as well, really talked about this change and what can occur in your skin. And we said to ourselves, hmm, but something there's something else that's very important here, Ecta. When it comes to the formulations, we're also doing research about women in this age group. 
Yeah. And yeah. as women, you know, this brand is for women over 40, but as women reach 50, which is when you start to embark upon menopause, you start to peak in terms of your income and yeah. your earnings. Yeah. And so we said to ourselves, we want to have a really, really amazing, scientifically driven product, but at a price point that this woman can afford. Right. And so you talked about the richness of the, the formulation and Celeste can go into much more detail about the science, but that is truly what we wanted to develop because we saw that this woman was looking for something different. We saw that digital was changing for this woman. She's much more on Facebook and Instagram than she ever had been. And I saw this while I was at CEO. And so we yeah. wanted to harness that as an opportunity. That was very interesting. I actually, um, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the physiology uh, part because I I want to talk about how your initial research went when you, you were discovering like the changes that are current menopause from the medical standpoint. You know, it, it piqued my interest um, when you first told me because, you know, it's one thing to go into medical research and it's it's another thing to understand it and see how it fits into the overall, you know, normal or not normal, the overall way that we can use that physiology to like create products, right? So like you guys were just, you you just went online and read some articles and started there or did you have the, the doctor with you involved from the beginning? It was actually a little bit of both. We have, uh, we now, our lab now has actually a team of PhDs and master's degree and we actually have Science Mondays every Monday. So oh, we're wow. learning all along, but we're all learning because there's actually a lot of um, misinformation out there. And um, the science of skin, like everything else is very complex. And the science of aging is very complex. It's not like you can say, okay, 43% of your aging is going to be caused by the sun this year and 15% by um, free radical oxidization and the rest of it because you're losing estrogenic um, capability. It's, it's not simple. It's all intertwined. Yeah. So when you talk to experts, and we've spoken to many um, senior experts um, that teach at Yale Medical School in different places, nobody knows precisely. There's actually a lot of misinformation out there. But what is definitely generally agreed upon is this at the age of 30 and some would say slightly early hormone decline affects all humans it's natural your bodies are constantly changing and the hormones in your body and there's many many hormones besides estrogen progesterone and testosterone but those are the, the key ones for skin but there's yeah. others too everybody loses about 1% of their hormones a year, which then translates to about a 1% contraction in your collagen, elastin, and hyaluronic acid production. And those are your key skin building blocks. And then around 40, and again, this is going to vary person to person because everybody's individual. At the point of 40, a man continues to contract at about that 1% rate. So it's all even, yeah. even for the guys. But- yeah. For we girls, unfortunately, things change a little bit more dramatically and it, the rate doubles. And that's wow. why you hear, you know, kind of like um, these phrases like, oh, that guy has laugh lines, whereas a woman is always says, not always says, it, they say, oh, she has frown lines. I mean, it's, it's a yeah. of these common phrases that are in the vernacular and it's actually sort of destructive, you know, I mean. Yeah, Why does a woman have to feel like her lines are frown lines and yeah. they're not laugh lines? So, and then what Lori was referring to earlier is menopause. Um, 
it's really only pre and post menopause. I know a lot of brands like to say that there's three phases, but it's really pre and post. At the post menopause phase, the first three years after you finish your period, there's this massive precipitous change and it's a 30% contraction. So you lose like more than you've lost your entire life. And then that's when these lines start to really etch. The, the creases really etch. Well, and- I, that's, you know, that's very interesting to me in terms of like, you know, like talking about menopause, because I know I've, for me, this is a very new area of skincare. I want to, I want to slow down a little bit because I, I want to talk about how this is emerging more and more in this industry where people are now opening up and talking about women's health in a normal way. You know what I mean? So that's something Mm -hmm. I think that like everyone out there, like we all have to support because as somebody, you know, going to having gone to medical school, I've never understood like why, you know, my mother would never talk about menopause. You know what I mean? She would never mention my grandmother's never talked about it. So like this culture of just hiding these changes that occur. Right. So when you, were creating your brand what were some of the things that you wanted to keep in mind as like a as a message you want to send out you know what I mean from your branding side because that's for me that's very important like what message we're conveying to the next generation so that you know we can come up with technologies that are going to be even better than you know what we have now for for menopause which is normal you know (laughs) that's right and Etta I think you know, when, when we, we talked about, and Celeste talked about earlier, how so many of our friends were coming to us for our skincare, but there's also a very important conversation that was starting to happen at lunches and dinners. And it yeah. was, you know, the first one was always around the hot flash, right? Because over 80% of women suffer from hot flashes as they go through menopause. That's, a, that's like one of the number one um, sort of recognizable symptoms. So what we began to, to talk about is the entire topic of menopause and uh, having that real raw conversation. And as you mentioned, you know, it's not a conversation that your mother would prepare you for or your, you know, or your grandmother would have with your mother. And so yeah. it was this hidden topic, right? And yeah. it's similar to like me growing up and suffering from fibroids. And I had no idea that my mother never told me about it until I was about to have surgery. Right. You know, wow. so That's, it's, yeah. menopause is one of those types of topics. And what we have decided from a branding standpoint, and you'll notice that care has an I in it. And thank yeah. you, Celeste, for naming it is, you know, the <laughs> I stands for the individual in you. It is yeah, all about that. empowering for this woman, this, this independent woman, this incredible woman, this iconic woman. And so it's about embracing her. And that's why the formulation is important. The pricing is important. Uh, the quality, the message, how we embrace her is all a part of our brand. And it's because we've created this, not just for ourselves and not just for our circle of friends, but also for this broader circle of women who we're looking to empower and feel more confident for who they are during this period of life. When right. so many have so much anxiety and want to just hide. See, that's I love I love that you said that, Lori. And that's exactly why I asked that question. Because, you know, like I get so much criticism, like, you know, from from colleagues that are in medicine. They're like, actually, like, you know, you you talk about skincare like all the time. And I'm like, yes, because I see so much potential in it scientifically. You know what I mean? Because it, it's like we, it can't be yes or no to everything. And I think, you know, something like for example, the stage of perimenopause, which is right before all of these changes start to occur, we should know how to prepare ourselves for it. And that's why I'd ask you that question, because 
right now, I don't think there's enough education out there. So, so when I see a brand like yours, I'm excited to see that. You know, I'm excited to see that somebody is making something that for the women, for the next generation that's coming up, they're going to know what the word perimenopause means and be able to prepare themselves for these changes. So, you know, I, I want to make that statement to all of my medical colleagues out there, because it's very important that we realize that, you know, skincare fits into this giant picture of, of true medical discovery. Oh my God. You're so awesome. Ecta. I, I'm so <laughs> glad you said that because I actually feel that, um, it's one thing to be, you know, I guess there's an emerging arena of, of, of menopausal skincare. And I know that you've talked to some of the other companies that are involved, but yeah. the truth of the matter is, is perimenopause is such a critical point. And we feel very strongly. And, and part of our development process is about infusing skin with molecular nutrition and with skin activating peptides from that work from the inside out and we're yeah. penetrating the dermal junction which is different than most skincare out there which sits on top of skin and while it moisturizes and it can make you look glowy for a little while it's a very temporary effect and we really wanted to make something different you know we're in the business we there's a thousand and one brands and yeah. we don't what, what was the point of being another brand that, that that's just you can make a beautiful brand and that's great but at the end of the day we wanted a beautiful but a meaningful a useful yes. brand. And exactly. so, you know, this whole idea of when should you start using skincare that addresses hormone decline? Honestly, you should start at like 35. You shouldn't be waiting. If, yeah. I, if yeah. I had known about this, I would have been all over this. I would have no, been using I'm that so mask. glad you that's said right. that. Celeste, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Yes, thank you. And everyone listening, I hope you heard her over my screaming. But like, seriously, like, <laughs> I genuinely, genuinely 100% back you on that. I, I've been loving your products because of that exact reason. I just took a very verbose route in saying that, you know, like, I just like, <laughs> you know, I think like the idea and this concept of like, it's like a safety, like I feel safer, you know what I mean? Knowing that like, as a woman, I am prepared. I am 35 years old right now. You know, yes, I'm just saying my age, you know, but like, I feel more comfortable knowing that my, you know, bathroom shelf has products in it that I can rely on because I've been preparing my skin and my body for the changes that are coming. So when a hot flash hits me, I'm not completely like, oh, what, what's going on? Or when my skin is completely sagging, I'm like wondering why is, you know, what's going on with me? Well, the estrogen is what's, you know, happening. So that's what I meant. But I want you guys to continue talking about the formulation and your whole process. I'm so sorry. I took so much time up. Um, my no, not at all. We love not hearing you. Acta, please. This is wonderful. No, we're thrilled. Wait, wait, wait. But we need to know: Are you using yeah. the mask or the serum or both? Both. Oh, both. I use Yay. both. And I, my skin immediately actually, you know, and, and I know everyone out there wants like immediate results with skincare and I understand why, but you know what? I can say that my skin loves your products. And in the beginning I said, this is a very unique experience for me because I just, even if I only use the serum, I still wake up to like just more glowing, plumper, just skin that I want to go out into public with, which is very important for me as a woman who's 35. And I'm not feeling, you know, like I was when I was 21 and I could just roll out of bed. And, you know what I mean? Those kind of things matter. And so, yeah, like your products, I can definitely say I can throw one product in my bag or take it to work. And I know I can rely on this. And that means the world as a consumer. So, oh. yeah. 
You are so amazing. Oh my God. You know, the thing is, is the serum, I, I got it. Can I tell you my little secret? So yes, I, I, it does actually, um, improve skin and we've got clinicals on it that show there's a 200% increase in skin firmness. I mean, obviously everybody's different. So who really knows, but, um, it, across four weeks and you're supposed to, in order to get the be the benefits, you got to use it twice a day. And, um, I've been like putting it on like three or four times a day. I just kind of have it in my handbag <laughs> and I don't put it on everywhere. So like twice a day, I put it on everywhere. And then I'll, I'll, the other times of the day, I put it between, you know, the lines between the nose and the mouth, which are really kind of bumming me out, but they've, they're definitely improving, but it takes time. And I put yeah. it on my under eye because, you know, that is an area that is a problem. And, and, and some people it's not a problem because, you know, like I was saying, there's so many different factors that go into how an, an individual woman ages. Like some people just naturally have phenomenal genetics. Well, more power to them. But, yeah. you know, yeah. in my family, we have under eye bags and we have droopy eyelids and that's just a fact. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. you know, I'm really, I mean, so I'm really happy um, that we can actually create something that we have created some products. And you asked earlier why we only have two, you know, Lori was very serious and, and we are very serious. We don't think that women should have to spend $300, $400, or even $150 on something that she's going to use up in a month. It's asking yeah. a lot of commitment. And most people, I mean, obviously some people are bazillionaires and that's not an issue and that's great. But for most people that's, you know, you don't want to have people feel nervous and say, oh, I'm only going to use this serum like in the morning because I want to make it last because yeah. part of great skincare, as I'm sure, you know, is consistency. It's just doing it every day, right? Absolutely. Every day, Absolutely. every week. So that was really important to us that we could produce something that felt like it had the, the value, nutritional value of like a 250 or 350 buck product, but is around $50. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's also something really important here that's less mentioned. And that mm -hmm. is um, the sort of ocular triangle. And yeah, I was actually going to ask you guys that. I'm so glad you're talking. Yes, please continue. <laughs> and, you know, we, we, we noticed a lot of people were asking about dark circles, eye bags, and even droopy eyes. I mean, yeah. And we were saying to ourselves, do we need to have an eye serum? Right. And we decided, no. We said we can put this all into one. And it can be safe around the eyes and it can have effectiveness. So there's their their key, their proven effectiveness around dark circles. Um, obviously the lifting of droopy eyes, as yeah. well as the reduction of eye bags. So all of those types of clinicals that Celeste talked about are we have separate ones that are effective for the eye. And that was also to sort of create value. No, that definitely creates, like, I, I, I love that you are able to talk about that because that, that was what I was going to ask you, that there's this huge, like, you know, hype in the, in the industry where it's like, well, you can't use certain products in the eye area because it's, you know, the skin is a lot, you know, uh, more sensitive and it's thinner and all of this stuff, which I understand. But if I can put, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys, when I put a moisturizer on, I literally put it on like I'm a three-year-old. Like, I just like <laughs> slather on, you know, everywhere on my face and it doesn't, you know, so... For me, when you're you're being so candid about like the fact that you can use this for eyes and it works, that's huge because that's yeah, that's less products that we have to buy. And that's, that's right. And also yeah. eye creams for me, they clog my pores. So I get milia. You know what oh, milia really? are, right? Yeah. So I get those little white bumps. And once I stopped using eye creams and other products and I only use our serum, that's all cleared up. 
And there's one other benefit we haven't even begun to talk about because, you know, we have, you know, we talked a little bit about skin health, but what we noticed, and we, you know, we had many, many focus groups with friends, women that we, we um, don't know to really get feedback on our product. And one of our, one of my, my, my college friends is actually um, chef Carla Hall. She's an Emmy award-winning chef and, and actress and author. And she has very sensitive skin, always has. So I sent her the product, just like, you know, you send to a friend say, Hey, try this. She called up and said, can you send me more? And I was like, (laughs) really? And I was like, okay. She said, my hormonal acne has gone away. My skin has cleared up. And she said, in addition to that, all of last year during COVID, she was filming. She said, my makeup no longer goes on cakey. So she she masks like three times a week and because she just loves how her skin feels and how she knows that her health, the health of her skin is improving. And Celeste can tell you all the facts about, you know, when's the last time you had to talk about your hormones and skincare? Well, that was when you were a teenager, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to, I want to actually ask you guys though, because that's a really, really great point that you said that about the, the hydration aspect, uh, Lori, um, because that's really the central theme of the mask is, is that it's, you know, it's got this hyaluronic acid trio in it, right? So I want to talk about something that I found to be very unique, which is the viscosity of your product. Um, is there a chemical reason for that? Like in, in terms of the chemistry or because it's a thick, like you don't need a lot of your product. Like I don't use a lot, but it spreads beautifully on my skin. And it's like, it, it's almost like it's, it seals in my skin with everything, you know, and I don't end up using like a huge chunk of the product. So what what went behind that? Like, what was the reason for that? So that that's a really great question. I mean, look, there, there are a number of approaches that can be effective in skincare. It's just that we're, you know, my style, um, Lori's a little bit more assiduous about a regimen, but my style is, has always been to have products that do a lot for the, for the time involved. I don't know, yeah. maybe I'm just lazy. What can I say? And so <laughs> you know, when, we, when we were developing <laughs> right. products, I was like, you know, I really, I love serums and essences, but this whole idea of like layering essences on, I'm like, who has time for that? And I was like spilling it and it was expensive. And I was like, that is nuts. <laughs> and when we realized that we had some really unique um, and proprietary ingredients, Dr. Joe came up with this um, super, super, I mean, ultra, ultra, ultra tiny hyaluronic acid molecule. We have three different weights, but the tiny one is what is unique and and super different from everybody else's HA um, yeah. to us. And it, you know, and I knew it was going to penetrate skin. I said, look, let's put as much in it as we can afford for the money. That's the deal. Oh, because wow. why not do something right from the from the get-go? You know, we hope that we have a great hero product. There's no guarantee, but let's do it right. And and that's what we decided to do. And we decided to make sure that the formulation can sit on skin and it's actually biofermented. And um, you I'm sure you've talked to other brands about biofermentation and and how it can have some really interesting transformative effects on an ingredient. In our formula, the way it works is it it acts like how how like a plant takes in nutrition. It literally helps to get your skin to metabolize the nutrition, to use the nutrition, to use the peptide, to use the HA. So, you know, you can have a thousand dollar ingredient, but if it sits on top of your skin, 
and doesn't do anything. It's just going to get washed off or like it'll get rubbed off with the passage of a couple hours. So if it doesn't penetrate the dermal junction, you're not really doing anything in terms of long-term health. In In our case, what we're trying to do is get a woman's own skin to not only, you know, we a we're replacing some of those lost HA molecules, but we're also getting a woman's own skin to turn on collagen yeah. and HA production. It has the capacity every day. Our skin has the capacity to produce more skin. And there's a lot of misinformation about this, but part of what turns it on is estrogen. And going back to the beginning, less estrogen means less turning on, but that doesn't mean the underlying seeds are not there. They're there. The fibroblasts yeah. are there. They just need to have somebody tell them to do something. So right. that's what we're doing. So it's very unique and very different and probably well, too well, sciencey. So I'll stop talking. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can never be too sciencey on skincare anarchy. It's, it's literally like my, the love of my life. No, I, I, I was just listening um, to you because I, you know, I want to ask you though, a follow-up question about the hyaluronic acid and getting it to this molecular size. That's like really ideal. What were some of the complications that you ran into with that? Like, was it very expensive for your business? And like, how does that, how did that work in terms of like, you know, everything like your pricing and all that? You know, it is expensive, but this is where having our own lab, we got lucky. You know, we got very fortunate. We got really lucky. So um, Dr. Joe and his partners, they buy a lot of, they, they produce for a lot of lines that you may have heard about. Yeah. They buy a lot of ingredients and they were able to call in some favors for us because they're, they're part of our company and they're as serious as making this successful um, as we are. And for them, it's an opportunity for the first time in their lives to create a product from beginning to end that actually goes to the consumer in a way that they want it to be. And it isn't dumbed down because of cost. So what they could do is we, we talk to um, different people and our custom, you know, the tiny HA is custom made for us and they're doing it at a super good direct price. There's no three or four middlemen and therefore we could make it affordable. And that's really what happened. I mean, we're just lucky. I and, love that you well, shared that though, Celeste, like you guys, like <laughs> that's amazing. Like you guys had, you know, a team of people that helped you out and you create a product you've priced so reasonably so that everybody, that's right. I, oh my God. And, I love it. And, I love and Ekta, the, the scientists that we're talking about, they're actually a part of our company. So this yes. is, wow. this is all we're lab. This is not just, um, you know, us going to a contract manufacturer and it being a white labeled product where we're directing right. it. It's, it's a real collaboration and partnership in developing something that we truly felt uh, would be, would, would work for, for skin. And we have well, many okay. ideas and for innovation as well. No, I mean, I guess, you know, Lori, it always comes down to if you want something done well, do it yourself, right? So it's like, you know, that's really what, what, the, what the principle here is. I mean, you guys have really created something wonderful. And I think, you know, everyone listening out there, you know, I think we need to really like look into these kind of products because, you know, from a science perspective, I can rant all day and I can tell people, you know, a million reasons why I personally love it as a consumer, but you have to do your own research. And I think once you start doing it and you start discovering that there are people out there and entrepreneurs like you guys out there that are really keeping consumers in mind. And it's not just all about, you know, this, these huge companies that are just pumping out one thing after another, like the better and better this community is going to get, you know what I mean? So like, I just, I feel like people really need to focus on that. And that's why skincare, I love the skincare industry because it's, I think it's such a unique set of minds, you know, um, in terms of the, the innovation. So I want to just, I, I want to say, you know, kudos to you guys for this. 
Oh my God. Oh, we, and we love so what much. you're doing, by the way. We think your podcasts are incredible. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I know I can be a very verbose, but I just, you know, I think like there's so much potential and that when you guys were telling me about the hyaluronic acid, like that was the example I wanted to give and the biofermentation, like these are all principles that one day someone can write a PhD thesis on, you know, once we discover more. And that's, I think one of the biggest reasons like the skincare brands need to be invested in more. So like, you know, I want to talk a little bit about um, that in terms of how it is to maintain, um, you know, your budget, like just keeping everything together and making it so that you're also happy with what you've made. And, you know, it doesn't feel like you're just giving away your innovation for free. (laughs) Well, you know, no, go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, when it comes to um, developing brands, that's been a, a large part of my career. And finding, you know, the right price point has always been important to me from a cost standpoint. So for example, we have a, you know, a sustainable approach in our packaging as one of, as an example, and we, we are buying smaller lots of things that are primarily, you know, um, uh, odd lots in many cases, if you want to call it that. And really trying not to contribute to uh, the buildup of plastics in in the world. We Mm -hmm. also emphasize using paper throughout our entire shipping process. We don't use bubble wrap. We even use paper tape, which Celeste is like, yes, the beautiful tape that Bergdorf's has. Uh, So (laughs) simple paper tape, people, instead of plastic. It's it's just a a small decision, but it's something we really believe in. And then we also have decided not to have a secondary cart. How many products, and if you you just look around you, how many products come in a cart? And what do you do with that cart? Yeah, like, no, like, what do you mean by a cart? Your carton, the box. Oh, the carton. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. You throw it away, right? You throw it away, right? So we don't have a cart. We actually have a little cute cosmetics bag and that way you can, you can use that for, you know, keeping your keepsakes in or whatever it might be. And so those are the things that we've done from a packaging standpoint and then from a formulation standpoint, we really just look to be as clean as possible, but approach it with good, great science. And because of our partners, they, they know how to get the best pricing for a lot of these ingredients. And then we're manufacturing in our lab. So we're able to streamline the costs in a very different way than a lot of other companies can. That's very interesting. I mean, I like that you brought up the package today. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you the first first time. That's okay. I was like, nobody, because it's like, I'm just thinking about your Does anyone Um, keep their cartons and display them around them? No. I hope not. I mean... No, but you made an excellent point. It's like, you know, there's so many um, variables that go into like, you know, the packaging and the distribution of skincare. I mean, even like, you know, if I think about Amazon Prime, like how many times have we gotten a giant box and it has like a deck? Oh my God, it, it drives me crazy. <laughs> yes. Ekta, yes. what about when you order three things and it comes in three separate boxes? What oh is my that? Gosh, like it's seriously, like it's overkill. And that's why, you know, honestly, Celeste and Lori, I like, I get I don't get as mad at like skincare because I'm like at least our cartons are not as huge you know Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like you're sending like mini cards but yeah no I, I I think it's great and I you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you I think when it comes to a product like yours that's so heavily rooted in science I love that you guys are sustainable don't get me wrong I love it I love everything about sustainability but as a consumer I don't really give a shit about that if I think of <laughs> I think of product, I mean I think if it works you know you take my money you know what I mean that like that's honestly how I purchase things I don't I mean I love the planet I grew up in a Hindu household, don't get me wrong, but it's like, you guys, you know, sustainability is not going to be the only reason I buy a product. It better work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So no, it's no, like, no, no, no. It has yeah. to work. You're right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, and I can definitely, like, at the end of the day, I can like recommend to a girlfriend of mine, Hey, check out Care Beauty. Their mask really works. I love, you know, I, I want to be able to say that not, Hey, check out blah, 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 because they use this I don't know, some random paper packaging that nobody else uses yet and, you know, all that. So anyways, but oh my yeah, God, I'm so you. glad you like the mask. We love our mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, it's, a, it's an amazing product. Do you peel it off or do you, oh, do you take yes! it quickly? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I was allowed to mention that, but I was like, this is like, it takes me back to being a kid because it's so fun to peel off. Like you put it on. And then I literally just, I just wait and I'm like, I can't wait. Cause it's like, I have OCD and it's so, it's like relieves my anxiety when I take off this mask. So what did, did you do that intentionally? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the so, whole effect of tightening and having a mask that was clearer in the um, sort of the, so that you could just easily wear it versus being a scary charcoal mask was all a part of what we want, what we believed in and what we did actually, you'll be, you'll be shocked by this. We actually tried a number of different masks and we came upon one that we absolutely loved. And yeah. I, I, I got a bottle for Celeste and I tried it and I was sitting in my bathroom going, oh my God, this stuff stinks. It smells <laughs> toxic. Oh my God. And Celeste tried it and she's like, I don't think it smells so bad. And I'm like, this stuff is awful, but you know what? It worked. Yeah. Yeah. So then we said to ourselves, we asked the lab guys about this and they were like, oh, it's filled with this sort of like a plastic. What's it called, Celeste? Polyvinyl alcohol. It's evil. I mean, seriously. What? It's yes. Ecta, it is so freaky. So when you have a lot of those super tightening like zombie masks, we all know who we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. They have this stuff called polyvinyl alcohol. It's essentially a form of a microplastic that's tightening your skin. That was the smell that Lori got. And, oh. and the minute I heard that, I threw my bottle away and that was the end of it. But I, you know, but then we were like, but it's such a cool experience and it does lift my skin. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not a lift that's going to last the next 10 years of my life, but it makes me look good for a day. And right. so we were like, what can we do? What can we do? So we experimented with all these different natural ingredients and we found something that achieves a tightening, lifting effect. It's not a full zombie, which I actually think is a little too crazy anyway, uh, but yeah. it gets there and you have a great experience. You literally are lifting the skin. You're literally smoothing out the skin from the inside out while you're infusing all that good nutrition in. And yeah. when you remove it, you, you it's like, you know, it's like you're a new chicken underneath. It's so cute. That's your skin right, because it's so soft. That's yeah crazy. it's like baby soft skin like underneath like every time I put the mask on like like I said like the peeling off experience but that's so cool though that you guys like just told me about that I had no idea that I, you know all those firming masks have plastic in it that's <laughs> new to me I had no idea <laughs> well we were we were shocked ourselves I mean part of this you know we're not scientists we're we're like citizen scientists right 
I mean, what we bring to the table is our knowledge of beauty, our knowledge of what women are looking for, our knowledge of what adult women today, the modern woman today expects skincare that is vastly superior. And they, and we should, why shouldn't we expect a better product? Why oh, should yeah. we have to use a product that's been around for 30 or 20 or even 10 years? I mean, most of the product at the drugstore is literally like 20 years old with like a new label on it. Give me a break. Right. Right. And also, Celeste, can I just say, like, I am so tired as a woman trying to explain to people why I want to do things for my self-care. Like, why Mm. do we have to, like, tell people and explain to people why our products are there? You know what I mean? Like, just just stop asking questions. Like, why why do you have this product? And why do you have this? We have it because we're women and we're stressed out and we had a long day and we like our (laughs) self-care products. Leave me the hell alone. (laughs) You know, well, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. I have a customer because I'm the one that answers all the phone calls and everything. <laughs> and sometimes they last for 45 minutes, but um, <laughs> these customers are amazing. And one woman was telling me that she uses the mask every night. What? <laughs> yeah. It was like oh. a little ritual. And I was like, every night. Well, that's a bit much. She's like, but I love it. I fall asleep with it. <laughs> are you serious? That's crazy. Yeah. But but you know what, though, Celeste, that's her self-care. So who are we to say? You know what? You're right. I have no right to say it. That's (laughs) right. That's the point. (laughs) Self-care. No, but I mean, you you have a product that's gentle and it's wonderful. And, you know, if I want to enjoy it to the hell with everybody else, you know what I mean? So that's my real take on good products. You guys have a phenomenal line. Everyone listening out there, I know that, you know, I kind of went on a huge amount of tangents here, but really check out care beauty it's a beautiful line i promise you will love it the mask is phenomenal the serum is phenomenal i mean my skin genuinely i meant what i said my my skin feels like it doesn't need anything after i put on the serum it doesn't feel you know what i mean it doesn't feel like it's still craving like a moisturizer or this other product you know i and i don't feel like that so anyone listening i hope you you know check them out leave us some feedback if you have some questions for celeste and laura's team please leave them in the comments and i will pass them along but thank you so much um celeste and laura this has been wonderful thank you this has been great yeah we've really enjoyed our time with you thank you so much Thank you.